Good afternoon. Jay Bo here, founder of Living with Strength and Honor, creator of the Challenge by Choice Lifestyle, and number one Amazon best-selling author of Unleash Your Hidden Capacity. You know, I haven't done the podcast in a while. It's it uh, I took a year's hiatus from the from from this podcast and the Strength Honor podcast. Uh, to focus on some other areas, some some different areas of marketing, some other things going on. And uh, with this broadcast, I am reviving the podcast. So welcome back. I'm glad that you tuned in. And I'm going to start this revival with a series on anger. Now, I don't know about you, but I've noticed just an unbelievable level of anger and vitriol amongst us all these days. And I get it, it's been that kind of year, right? I mean, I don't know what your plans were in January and February, but I know that by March or April, they changed. COVID has changed the world for us all. Uh, no matter how you see it or you know, how you view it, it's been a massively impactful situation. And we had a summer of racial tensions and social justice marches and some rioting you know, in some kind of ugly, nasty situations in certain cities in the country. We coupled all that up with a presidential election. And, you know, whether you like him, hate him, love him, or despise him, whatever the case is, Donald Trump is the most polarizing figure in politics that I've ever known in my life. So all of this has just created an immense amount of resentment and anger and frustration in so many people. And I understand that makes sense. But here's the message I have for you today. And this is going to strike some of you as strange. Anger is not a bad thing. It's not. It's a normal human emotion. And there are times where it is quite appropriate. The thing is, you can either use anger right? To create and manifest and be a force in your life, or it can destroy you in every way. It can destroy you mentally. It can destroy you physically. It can destroy you emotionally, spiritually, can drain you of all your resources. It can just massively crush your capacity it can be deadly, period. And I don't mean that because you got mad at somebody else, right? There's a great quote that resentment is like drinking poison and expecting your enemy to die. Think about that. Think about you driving down the road, right? And some driver in front of you does whatever. They're going too slow. Maybe they pulled out in front of you. Whatever. They keep breaking constantly. Whatever the hell they do. And you're just seething. It's just killing you. You're angry as hell. Is that bothering the person in front of you? Like you get that you're the only one that's getting pissed off. You're the only one paying a price. And that's where road rage comes from. People are like, well, no, they're going to pay a price. So I'm going to run them off the road. Great. For what? Because they're going too slow. Get the fuck out of here. The problem is not the car in front of you. The problem is that this is how you're leading your life. You are consumed by your anger and your resentment and your, right, your upsets. It's infiltrated you and it's just, it's, it's, it's just kind of like your living state on a regular basis. 
Read social media. I mean, you see it. It's really remarkable, right? It kind of goes like this. Let me tell you the sequence, and then I'm going to kind of tell you what we're going to do. In this series, in the next like five, five podcasts, I'm going to talk to you about how you can release your anger, right, or direct your anger for you to use. I'm going to help you to, with, with the idea of separating facts from fictions, fantasies, and feelings. The third uh, installment, I'm going to help you with how to practice gratitude and forgiveness. And the fourth, um, going to talk to you about breathing and and some other, some other uh, some other methods of of eliminating this constant state of anger. But what I want to talk to you about today is what's called the primary appraisal. See, there is a moment that occurs when any event and right and the event has no particular charge. What I mean by that is an event in and of itself has no feelings and it doesn't make you feel anything. I know you've said that a thousand times. So-and-so pisses me off. Every time I see that, it makes me mad, right? The Democrats, they piss me off. The Republicans, they make me angry. None of these people or events are making you anything. This is the choice that you are making. And these people and events and things, they're just triggering you. That's why we call events like that triggers, right? When you get triggered, when you see something, hear something, you have a particular experience that you have an emotional connection to, it triggers the shit out of you. And what it triggers is a chain of events. So you go through a snap judgment, what's called the primary appraisal, immediately, boom, as soon as you experience an event, you immediately pass a judgment about it. And if it's that kind of thing that you have convinced yourself makes you angry, you don't choose to be angry, it just happens, right? You immediately have a story connected to the event, the trigger, and then there are some emotions that follow in, in line with that story, and then certain actions occur, some of those autonomous and some chosen. And all of this reinforces your initial primary appraisal. It helps you to think, uh-huh, I knew it, which only serves to keep you angry and make you angrier, angrier the next time you have this particular experience, the next time you are triggered. The key is that your focus is on this story that you've made up about this situation. It really has nothing, again, no charge, right? It, it, it has nothing attached to it. You assign all the feelings and judgments to a particular event. The example I used with a conversation with a man the other day was, what if I told you I shot and killed a 12-year-old today? See, you just made a snap judgment just when you heard that. You made an initial appraisal. Your first thing was, oh, damn. That's fucked up, J-Bo. Holy shit. There was even a vision of the 12-year-old of the that you had. Was it a girl or a boy? 
Was it a white kid, a black kid, or oriental kid? Was he wearing jeans? Was it outside? Was it inside? Was it in my house? Was it in your house? Was it on the street? Was it like you just boom immediately made all of those judgments about a benign event that I described? You had a judgment about me. You had a judgment about the kid. And those judgments are based upon your past, based upon what you already believe and the way that your mind is triggered around that idea. I didn't, I didn't tell you that it was a boy or a girl or anything. a 12-year-old. Now, what if I then tell you that 12-year-old was raping a 4-year-old? Now, your primary appraisal changes. You immediately switch and go, whoa, good shot. Thank goodness. But once again, you are still making a judgment, a primary appraisal. You do this with everything in your life, everything that you come across, everything that occurs, everything you see on television, everything you see on your computer screen, everything you see on your handy-dandy pocket computer. Can you see that? But here's the kicker. If you allow this to continue and allow this to continue, you are subjugating your state, the way that you feel, you are giving that up to someone else. You want to really get mad? Like if you're a Donald Trump fan, right? And this election, you don't like the outcome of it. And you think Democrats are a bunch of cheating fuckers that stole the election. And you're seething mad about it. You just put all those Democrats in charge of how you feel. Well done. You just told those people, hey, you're in charge of me today. How would you like me to feel? Oh, you want me to be angry? Okay, I am. Well done. Awesome. Now I know what you're thinking. Well, fuck, I ought to be mad. Did you hear what I said? You have given up your power to decide how you feel to some people that you don't even like and you don't even know. That's kind of insane, isn't it? And in fact, because you seek confirmation bias in your media, which means that on social media and on Google and on YouTube and television, you watch and consume the information that makes you feel better, that supports your point of view. You just keep churning it over and over and over. So it just keeps feeding your anger. Do you really think Sean Hannity gives a fuck about how you feel? Hell no, he wants you to be pissed off because when you're pissed off, you're going to consume more of him. And when you consume more of him, he makes more money. Rush Limbaugh, all your favorite politicians. Let's just be clear. They want to keep you angry. And look, this is not just one side. See, on the other side, like for liberals, it's Bernie, uh, 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 not, I was going to say Madoff. Uh, shit. Bernie, what's his name? You know what I'm talking about. And Rachel Maddow and Elizabeth Warren. They're interested in keeping you pissed off, keeping you angry, keeping you mad, and then telling you who to blame for it. It's not your fault. Your life sucked. It's their fault. And that leaves you out of control. And when you're out of control, you get even angrier. And because you get angrier, 
Great. They can sell you more of what they're selling. They can sell you more. They can take your mind. You are leasing space in your mind. You think any of them give a shit about the money that's in your bank account? You think Rachel Maddow is losing sleep because you're not having great sex with your spouse? You think Rush Linbaugh cares enough about your kids to like come to your house and run them over to baseball practice? Get the fuck out of here. These people don't. What they're, what they're interested in is keeping you mad and then telling you who to blame for it. So my first suggestion for you in cutting some anger out is cut the cord, baby. Stop consuming so much of the crap. It's going to be hard, by the way, because you'd be surprised. If I told you spend six hours a day consuming a bunch of crap, you would call me a liar. But you do. Television, your phone, Facebook, Parler, Google, YouTube. So step one is just begin to take a look. Start to look at the things that trigger you and understand that they are not absolute, that you have taught yourself to react a particular way when you are triggered and you are in control. You are in charge of how you react. So just start to pay attention to that. And turn that shit off. Turn the loud voices off. Just tell them to go away. The fucking election is over. Turn that shit off. It's not helping you. It's just keeping you pissed off. And that goes to all of you, both sides of the aisle, up, down, black, white, young, old, man, white, woman. I don't give a shit. Do that and stay tuned for the next couple of episodes. I'm going to give you some solutions to this, some actual tactical things that you can deploy to start to diminish this anger. And you're going to find you have an unbelievable amount of capacity that you're burning up in this world of anger these days. Hey, that's what I got for you, ladies and gents today. I hope that has some impact for you. I hope that you and I get to get to meet and work together in the future. But until then, strength and honor to you. <laughs>